This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 349, Nine Important Strategies for Raising Children in a World of Technology, by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. Hola, I'm Joss Marie, and this is the show where I narrate content from a variety of relationship blogs. And it's similar to an audiobook, so you can actually press pause and come back to it whenever you'd like. And today, I'll be narrating a post from Becoming Minimalist with some tips for raising your littles in a world of technology. And I don't know about you, but I'm super eager to hear Joshua's tips about this topic, so let's dive in and start optimizing your life. Nine Important Strategies for Raising Children in a World of Technology by Joshua Becker of BecomingMinimalist.com Quote, We refuse to turn off our computers, turn off our phone, log off Facebook, and just sit in silence. Because in those moments, we might actually have to face up to who we really are. Jefferson Bethke Recently, Allison Slater-Tate wrote an important article in the Washington Post. Parenting as a Gen Xer. We're the first generation of parents in the age of I-everything. Allison articulates and draws attention to a unique struggle facing our generation of parents. Namely, how to raise children in an age of technology. She sums up our current challenge like this. Quote, My generation, it seems, had the last of the truly low-tech childhoods, and now we are among the first of the truly high-tech parents. When it comes to parenting, I find this middle place extremely uncomfortable, because I know what childhood and adolescence were like before the internet, but all my parenting models came from that era. Technology wins the prize for being the trickiest parenting challenge I have faced. End quote. Parents today know the decisions we make for our kids concerning technology are important, but entirely without context. Our conversations on the sidelines at soccer games about these issues are never based on proven experience. For example, when I was a kid, my mom used to. Instead, it is based on guesswork and the little wisdom we have gained. For example, well, this is what we have decided to do. What about you guys? Allison summarizes it well, quote, What we are doing is unprecedented. No study yet knows exactly what this I childhood will look like when our children are full-grown people. End quote. There are no proven answers to the questions we are asking. That's what makes this so difficult. Well, that and the fact that even the questions are changing at an alarming rate. But this is a conversation we should be having. Not because we will all choose to parent the same, but because there is wisdom in numbers. And the more intentionality we apply to our parenting, the better. I would like to start. My children are 12 and 8. Here are nine important strategies we have sought to implement raising children in an age of technology. Number one, technology is not discouraged in our home. Technology, it appears, is going to be around for quite a while. Our kids will need the skills in the future. They already do in the present. Parenting is not about shielding our children from the tools of the world, but equipping them to use those tools properly. We should be active and intentional in teaching them how to use technology effectively and to its fullest potential. In practical terms, this means both of my children received iPods on their 7th birthday, and they will receive phones on their 13th. Number 2. Moderation is encouraged and modeled. While we know very little about the future of technology and how it might look, we do have ample study on the effects of screen time. Studies have shown that excessive media use can lead to attention problems, school difficulties, sleep and eating disorders, and obesity. 
Most recently, the American Academy of Pediatrics recommended television and other entertainment media should be avoided entirely for infants and children under age 2. For older kids, to help them make wise media choices, parents should monitor their media diet for both duration and content. We have adopted a similar philosophy to the one mentioned by Allison. Quote, We make the children sit in public places when they are on devices or laptops. We look over shoulders, we check text message histories, and set parental controls. We worry about their cyber footprints. End quote. Number three, age restrictions on technology are an appropriate guideline. The minimum age for Facebook and Instagram is 13 years old. We are not allowing our kids to have accounts on those networks or others before the minimum age limit is reached. While some kids under the age of 13 may be mature enough to use the networks wisely, there is a bigger issue at play, honesty. When we allow our children to misrepresent their age or identity solely for the purpose of gaining access, we set a dangerous precedent. Number four, technology is changing the way we relate to one another, but face-to-face conversation is still important in the present and will likely be important in the future. Technology is permanently changing the way we communicate. Whether it is for the better or not remains to be seen. Older generations will argue technology is destroying conversation. Younger generations will argue technology is enhancing it. Only time will tell. But either way, our children will forever live in a world where their immediate elders, parents, respect and expect verbal conversation. Future generations may value it less. But in the meantime, for our children to be successful in communicating with older generations, they must be able to communicate both online and in person. We should create safe opportunities where they can learn. Number five, technology increases opportunity for distraction. From leaving present conversations, procrastinating important work, or losing the ability to self-reflect, technology represents an ever-present temptation to leave difficult places. Those who will succeed in the future will be the ones who learn to overcome this temptation. Number six, technology can be used for consumption or creation. Choose creation whenever possible. This is perhaps one of the most important distinctions concerning technology that we can teach our children. We can play video games or we can create them. We can browse Facebook or we can create places and communities that serve a purpose. There is a place in our world for technological consumption, but as an approach to life, Creation trumps consumption every day. Help your children know the difference. Number seven, your self-worth cannot be calculated by likes and shares and retweets. The praise of others is a fickle thing upon which to measure our worth. It is a foolish, ever-changing target. It often negatively impacts the decisions we make and the life we choose to live, but it never fully satisfies our hearts or our souls. It is important for our kids to understand their self-worth must be found elsewhere and it is equally important for us as adults to learn the same. Number eight, you can't believe everything you see on the internet. The internet could use more fact checkers, though I am not overly concerned about this. My elementary age kids already debate whether Wikipedia is a reliable source for school projects. Far more damaging, in my opinion, are the profiles we create representing ourselves online. We post our most glorious moments online, but hide the most painful. We build a facade of happiness, success, and an image of having it all together. But inside, we are as lost and broken as the next person. Our online selves need more authenticity, and our children need to know the danger of comparing themselves to the rose-colored profiles created on social media. And number nine, technology serves a purpose, 
It should solve problems. Purchasing technology purely for the sake of owning technology is a fool's gold and has run countless others into great debt. When it comes to buying or using technology, I want my children to be routinely asking the question, what problem does it solve? Because technology should make our lives easier and more efficient. And if a new technology is not solving an existing problem, it is only adding to them. Parenting requires a healthy balance of humility and fierce resolve. You just listened to the post titled, Nine Important Strategies for Raising Children in a World of Technology by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. Thanks so much to Joshua for sharing his tips. Talon loves watching movies, and I'm always trying my best to moderate the amount of time he does so. Now that it's summertime, we're outside so much that it isn't as much of a challenge. But one thing we do do as a family to make sure that he gets his fix of movies is Friday night movie night. It's something we all look forward to. Anyways, it's nice to hear Joshua's input on this topic and to know that so many other parents are dealing with the same or similar struggles. And if you'd like to chat with some other like-minded peeps about this topic, you can actually do so right in our Facebook group. Simply search for Optimal Living Daily to find us. But with that, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Thanks so much for joining me here again, and I'll see you again tomorrow for our final episode of the week, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.